It's Derek Brooks and Ian Beckles on The Strike, 1025 HD2. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Brooks and Beckles. And since our last podcast, which was with the great uh, Mr. Vinick, which, yes. was, which was amazing, um, a lot of things have happened. A, lo- a lot of things happened in the town. What do you Bay mean? Area. You've made a profit in the stock market? Uh, I know. I swear that we did the interview with Mr. Vinick uh, last time, and I really want to sit afterwards and sit down with him and pick his brain. Great. Yes. Because he just, it's, and then somebody said, what was it like interviewing him? Like, I never, I never really met and sat down with him mm-hmm. before. He has a good spirit. Yes. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he mm-hmm. seems like a, he, he seems like a nice person. I don't know him personally. Oh, yeah, he but, is. But he's also very intelligent, too. Yeah, so uh, we are going to get him back on. Good, good. Uh, let's let our listeners know, know that. So towards the end, uh, you know, end of the season, some hopefully playoff times, we'll we'll definitely get him back in. And we'll just schedule some some pre, pre-production time. So okay. we'll, we'll tend to show up a few minutes early, Ian, so uh, you can have your private moments. We can make that him. happen. We can make that happen. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. here to please. I, I, I said to him, you ever hear of Kava before? He goes, no, I haven't. And I've told, so I brought up something that he's never brought up before. And I guarantee yeah. you this. You probably looked it up too. I bet he, I bet he looked it up. You probably wrote it down and looked it up. That's, yes. what, that's what intelligent people do. Now, uh, in the Buccaneers, um, obviously it didn't end the way they want to. How would you um, break down the year? At first, I, I thought it had some semblance of that Super Bowl year where they kind of figured themselves out. Ultimately, I don't think they were they were good enough to get further than they were. But how would you break down the Buccaneers year? Pleased. Good. Uh, I think anytime you're able to put together division titles, playoff runs, and give your team an opportunity to compete for the Super Bowl championship, I think that's a good thing. Uh, I think there was a lot of managed expectations uh, on my part. I didn't want to get ahead of my skis too much uh, this year. I really think they answered one question. Probably the biggest one going into the season was an answer at quarterback. Uh, I think Baker answered that question as he can be the next quarterback here for the next few years. For the Bucks now, obviously that comes with a budget price, you know, on sure on what that is. So I, I I really hope that the Bucks go down this road of really pursuing him. Uh, I really hope Baker un- understands the greater value is not just the economic piece in this case uh, with with him and figure out where he stands in that. Now, I say the answer in terms of this, and I think it's a bridge. Do I think 10-year answer with Baker quarterback? No. No. Do I think it's three to five? Yes, to develop the next one coming in. Or if it's going to be another transaction, you still have that to have with a veteran behind him, et cetera, to stay competitive. That's on the offense. Offensive line, got to start with getting Tristan Wirth signed. That that's priority. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point because he still has a year left, he needs to have a long term contract. 
He won't step on that field again without a contract. No way. If I was his representative, I, Tristan Wurst would never step on a field with the old contract ever again. But, period. Again, left tackle priority, just uh, as high as uh, signing the quarterback. Yeah. Then Mike Evans. Uh, at this point in Mike's career, the consistency is obviously shown. He's... For another year, define the decline. Say, okay, is he plateaued? Is declined? And he's Correct. fought that off. But we know that happens. Father time never it's, loses. But I've been saying that for three years. So. I, I I know with, that with him three years. I, 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 I know that's why yeah. you know I'm in the position, hey, man. Either you sign them both back, yeah. me and Baker and Mike. Mm. We have to let them walk. I think that's just Derek Brooks. You but think I want Mike deal? I don't I, think so. I, I, don't I think here's so. here's why I said I want it to be uh-huh. because I don't want Mike at this point in his career dealing with a young quarterback. Okay, and and the growth path that that takes that's man that's a lot at this point in his career. Where to your point, the productivity is still high, but can that productivity sustain itself with a young quarterback? Versus a veteran quarterback. Sure. And you think about the last three years, mm-hmm. Ian, he's, his numbers have been there because who's been at the quarterback? A veteran Correct. quarterback mm-hmm. has been here. So I would like to say that's been the path of success. I'd like him to stay on it versus a young quarterback. Well, t- to me, I, b- I believe that and throughout this season, my, my opinion has changed Two, three, four, ten times possibly about Baker Mayfield. Okay, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield at the beginning. I'm like, what do you expect to get from Baker Mayfield? That's what I said. What what has happened? I mean, what, what is he? I watched him play at the beginning. They won a couple games that <clears throat> I don't really think he played that great, and, that, and that's okay. The Bucks have done that in the past. Mm-hmm. So at first, I'm like, well, we're giving the kid too much credit. You know, so I kept on watching and watching and watching and watching and watching. By the end, after I flip-flopped back and forth 10, 15 times, they would be ignorant not to bring him back. Because they would be ignorant because he, he fits. But Ian, that's why I start, I preface this with, it's a number in the budget. Mm. Baker has to realize, hey, this is the number. The bus, hey, here's our best offer on the table because we got Tristan, we got Winfield, yeah. we got a couple younger players. But Baker can't care about their feelings, I, so he he I, has I, to, he might get. He I might, know he might get twenty five percent more on the market. I know that. That's you what I'm. Saying? What I'm saying is, if the Bucks have put a budget behind mm. this position because of these other two players, franchise cornerstones, mm. and if Mike rises above that and he's priority over that, then it's only so much they can pay him. I, that's what I'm, I don't think Mike's, now, what I'm saying, I don't think Mike is priority. I really don't. And he, I, if they lose Mike, once, look, I think fans would be upset. I think Mike, I think he would like to stay, but if he doesn't stay, I think he'll be okay as and, well. And he can, and he could be in the position, hey man, let me just test to see what, see what I'm working. Did you see what he did at the beginning of the year? Yeah. When he was like, yo, this is your time to show me love. Mm-hmm. They didn't show him no, and you listen. You would know as much as, as much as I do on the way out. There's not that much love, okay? So Mike Evans, after he says, hey, guys, here's your chance to lock me up. 
I've been all about you. Now show you about you about me. And they didn't do it. So if you don't think that's going to get your little butt hurt, then you're not human. Yeah, it it, it does. And then, and then I saw Levante. I saw his, his yeah. tweets. It's like, door shut, door open. So yeah. is he gone? You know, that's why. I think he sounds like he's retiring. retiring. Yeah, that's why I say he's retiring. God, don't, you know. But here's the thing. They're giving us plenty to talk about. In the upcoming weeks, but back to what I expected of them, man. Hey, I expected them honestly to win the division because I felt they had the best chance to figure out what's going on at quarterback. Okay. Uh, I didn't know the Saints up and down, they would be tough to start the season, but hey, they figured out quarterback, they have a chance to do it. Uh, and they did. Now, moving forward. I never expect the offensive coordinator to have a head coaching position. I, I I totally out of good for good for him. Don't get me wrong, but now that plays into it too with Coach Bowles. I got to hire another offensive coordinator in my third my third all three years I've been head coach. I'm having a different coordinator. Yep, and <laughs> it doesn't help the Baker situation either. No. It really because everybody says, "Oh, we'll just use the same system." And that's not how it works. The new mm-hmm. guy is not coming in and using nobody's old system. It don't work that way. Not unless you Tom Brady. <laughs> unless you Tom, well, unless you Tom Brady would tell you this is the way. Or Peyton Manning. <laughs> yes. This is the way we're going to run it. Right. But Baker Baker Mayfield's not that guy. No, He's no. definitely not that guy. No. It, but all these things go into play in when you talk about do you sign him back. You know, what coordinator you're going out there to get? Does he have a relationship, you know, with the coordinator? So a lot of these questions uh, that we tell them to our listeners that it's not – what all these things we're saying is simply this. It's not just as easy as anybody thinks. Hey, let's just go sign him back and do no, all it's this. Not, it's not it, – although it the Bucks do have some money this year. Yeah, finally. They got, they got some money. And listen, <laughs> finally. I, and I, said, I said this uh, on my uh, In the Trenches uh, podcast – uh, it's time for us to start applauding Jason Light, okay? Because mm-hmm. there's times where I dogged out Jason Light for making the well, wrong I'll decisions. Start. I I'll start. No, that's you know what I'm saying. It's real. So Jason Light, um, the Buccaneers were supposed to have a down season this year. That just the way it stacks up. You know what I mean? When when you're that strapped in the, on the cap, you lose your quarterback, you lose a couple other players, you can't sign this player. This was a year for them to plummet, and he and they kept and they kept afloat, and now. They're back in a good situation, and they can start start making some building block. Because if you'd have told me last year mm-hmm. that this year's team would be better than the previous year, I would say no. I would disagree. I would say there's no way. I believe yeah. this year's team was better than last year's team. At the end, quarterback was better. At the end, yeah, hundred percent. Great point. And they can run the ball better. I would say this team was probably more together. Okay. Okay. In a lot of areas, which yeah. could be better. Which I mean, I think this team would have beaten the last this team before. I'll join you with that. Okay, I'll join. I'll so, join you with that so because improved, I just yeah. felt, you know, at 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 this point uh, last year, even though they had the you know the stinker there here at home against the Saints and found a way to win at Carolina, but mm. the way that they played in the play, oh, there was the Eagles versus a hot Cowboys mm. team two years ago. I, I'll join you, you know, in that point. And wrapping one one other thing up here with with the Bucks, the front office 
definitely now get a chance to let's see how creative they get with a with a bigger budget. What other changes you think are any chance that there probably won't be any more outside of figuring out the offensive new offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. What about if Mike just wants to know if he doesn't come back? Mm-hmm. Do you think the current receiver, star with Chris Godwin, can he step up and be a number one? Oof, boy. Um, because this goes into the quarterback yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, at the end of last or even at the beginning of this year, I said I, Mike Evans is done because I didn't expect Mike Evans to do what he did this year. And the whole him with Baker Mayfield, it does look like it's a, a union. It really does. Mm-hmm. If you take Mike Evans or any number one off of anybody's team, number two is never the same. Mm-hmm. Never. It's never happened in the history of football. Never. Well, I saw it firsthand. You know, we did. Well, it was with Alvin Harper. Yes. Okay. I mean, I could say, I could say it. Yes. He was a number. He was a number two. Yes. A big. He was a one A in Dallas. Okay. Yes. Alvin Harper was a big deal. Yes. He came here to Tampa. All of a sudden, you get the best quarterback. You get all the attention. I don't know if he was a C when he came here. I mean, it was. But, but it was, that goes back to my uh, point, Ian. When I said this, and again, I love Alvin to death. That's he, my boy. That's my you boy. You know, man. He introduced me to playing golf. Yeah. There you go. But. That experience is in my mind when I go and make the comments earlier mm-hmm. about young quarterback, veteran receiver. And I've seen it firsthand where the receiver has not made the quarterback better. And veteran receivers sometimes don't have the patience, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. in developing that. It's usually the other way around. Veteran quarterback helps out young receiver. Mm. I've seen that work more mm. than the other situation. But you know what scares me about Mike Evans? This is what scares me about Mike Evans. First and foremost, he can still play. Yes. Okay, okay. And I, that doesn't oh, scare yes. me, but every, for the last three years, yes. I was like, okay, he just can't keep on doing this. He has got he got a little LeBron James in him to where, like, come on, dude. You got you to gotta break it off a little bit. <laughs> you got to slow down a little bit. This is what scares me about Mike Evans. If you're a team that just needs a piece, boy, he's a gorgeous piece. Like, to me, like, if you look at a team like, uh, I'm just going to throw teams at Houston, okay? Got a young quarterback. They just learn how to win a little bit. If you just all of a sudden input a Mike Evans in there with his knowledge, he knows mm-hmm. what locker rooms look like and feel like. All of a sudden, he still plays. So, okay, to be a leader on a football team, you still have to be able to play. Because mm-hmm. if you can't play, you can't lead. On on Monday when they put that film on, mm-hmm. the leader's got to be balling. Okay, yeah. Mike Evans still balls out. Yeah. So he, put him on the Dallas Cowboys. He won't be a number one, but play. But let CD Lamb learn from Mike Evans. You know what I mean? Like Mike Evans could be a piece for anybody. Yeah, I, it's I, scary. Right. I I looked at Mike Evans at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Mike Evans and Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, here's the other thing, yeah. I will say this. And, and this was, you know, part of, you know, my colleagues always get on me about mm. this. Derek, you played all these games consecutively because you played in Tampa, Florida. What does that mean? Weather. You didn't, I was like, yeah, it wasn't like I was playing indoors. <laughs> they said, but you played in 90% of your game. When that schedule comes out, mm. 
you already know you're going to be in 70 to 80 degree weather for nine of those games, period. The 80 degrees, 70 I, degrees I said, in guys, September? Guys, you want we burn up hot, cold, but it's but yeah. but I it's a either you're gonna be two games gonna be in the dome and it's gonna be in Tampa. So you already know at least sixty percent of your games. And I say but I still have to show up and play. Dude, that who who So I say that simply to say this. Who would say that? You know, some who never played the game yeah, before. Exactly. Come on, man. Some of them just trying to poke one at <laughs> Come me. Come on, man. But I say I say, okay, Mike. Go with someone like Kansas City, uh, man. In that weather, is yeah. he? But I yeah. look at the quarterback. Yeah. Can it be the same numbers? So shifting gears, and want to yeah. get your opinion on this. Yeah, it's been a long time, and we have to talk about it because it's conversational. Okay, it's important. Three African American head coaches hired all in this cycle. Yeah, could be a fourth. Aaron Glenn still is out there. How impactful in your mind has that been in the NFL this year for those opportunities for these coaches? We'll find out. And two of them first yeah. time. Yeah. Well, all three of them. Well, two of them because Raheem's not sure. first time. But AP, obviously, he had the interim mm. and Mayo was the head coach. In yeah, Wayne. yeah. I just wanted to get your general feel mm. on – your seat and how impactful this can be moving forward. Well, hopefully it's going to be a big deal moving forward. I don't know what's been a big deal to this point. The Rooney rule and all that kind mm-hmm. of crap, that stuff doesn't work, okay? Well, what drives me nuts is people even people have been around football forever. They don't know what's important. Mm-hmm. When I hear somebody say you have to get an offensive coach, it drives me nuts. What do you mean you have to get an offensive coach? There's great defensive coaches. Belichick's a defensive coach. Vrabel, mm-hmm. defensive coach. Oh, well, he didn't win a championship. Well, he was, he's been better than how many offensive coaches mm-hmm. along the way, okay? So the, the, the mentality of people now in football is, is it, it, it drives me nuts. And the, mm-hmm. it's the old school mentality we have that's just com- complete, completely going away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Football in general, like I think, maybe maybe becoming too analytical. You see, oh, you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's, and that's I hate that stat. Oh, the fourth down yeah. analytics tell you to go. Yeah, for how about it here, the dude. how about the feel of the game? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, I lo- I love the I love the game of football, but it's getting away from what we knew back in the day. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I but I, I feel when the see feel touch, mm. I think it applies in this situation with the hiring. I look at Raheem Morris, mm. Atlanta. He was there prior. Relationship with he deserves it. Rich McKay. Relationship yes. with Arthur Blake. Correct. I I know that was a big part of that man. This relationship, and they interviewed the other guys, but come back to that. Yep. Antonio Pierce taking the interim tag off of of him with the Raiders. Mm. Mark Davis. Realizing the last time I had a chance to do this was Rich Versace. Correct. I made a mistake. And I made a mistake. I'm yeah. not going to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Relationships. Mayo with the craft. Mr. Craft. Head coach, pretty much, we find out now that it was part of his contract in waiting. Mm-hmm. But being exposed to have that in line, 
relationship with mm-hmm. the owner. Where I remember many years ago, right, wrong, and different, put it whatever bucket we want. People that look like you and I, we were not allowed to get mm-hmm. that deep into the relationships with owners. And now we're seeing more of that. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the word progress. Now, will anyone ever arrive? Probably mm-hmm. not. No. That happens when you start owning. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> Teams. Which isn't yet. <laughs> no, but yeah. I feel it's coming. Okay. This generation. I'm. Proud of the progress, okay. Sure. Especially with these three, mm-hmm. these gentlemen, because I know them personally. Sure, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm excited to see Raheem get another opportunity to lead. Um, I know he's going to learn a lot from when he was when he was here. He's and he needs to learn a lot. Yeah, a lot older, a, more a, mature, a, a lot. Wait, the whole night. I promise you, he's a different person. Oh, oh, we all are. Right, right. We, we so. all, we all are. Rightfully so. Absolutely. Now, you know, now it's, it just feels so good, man, when I saw it. I said, and again, we'll see what happens here, you know, with Aaron Glenn, if he gives one of these other two jobs that's still out there. Yep. But it just felt good, in for this part, for this time, three, mm-hmm. get an opportunity, probably before get an opportunity to lead. And I'm just proud of that progress. Man. I, f- I feel the progress as well. Um, What's tough is I don't like to look at things as black and white. I try not to, okay? Mm-hmm. But there's some reality to it, all right? Mm-hmm. You know, I see a lot more black coaches getting opportunities, and they should be getting black. Black coaches should be getting opportunities because you say, you know, relationships, okay? Mm-hmm. Most of the people on the field are black, okay? That makes it, makes it easier in a lot of ways, all right? Mm-hmm. For me, I don't care if my coach is white or black. The way he treats me, yes. The, his knowledge of the game, and that's the most important thing to me. Do I think that white coaches get pushed through easier? I don't think that's a debate. Okay, Canales now is a head coach. I just heard of him yesterday, okay. and now he's a head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you see guys like Bienemy and guys, his names have been bantered around, and Tony Dungy had to go to how many interviews, and mm-hmm. it's just it's a little bit harder, obviously. Byron Leftwich was here. He was an offensive coordinator for years. He was, and he did. He all of a sudden he's terrible coach. You know, I'm like, what? I don't know what's going on. So, um, I feel the progress as well, um, and I think we're moving towards having more coaches that mm-hmm. could almost be in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bill, okay. but can you be too well, well player friendly? That be, doesn't mean friendly. What? Well, okay, I mean, Vrabel well, 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 would feel comfortable more so in the oh, locker yes, room yes. than a Belichick. Yes. People ain't running after Belichick right now. You feel yes. run, people running after Belichick? Ain't nobody running after Belichick? Because when you ask a player, you want Bill Belichick as your coach? I'm not sure anybody wants it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I, I don't think I want it. Right. I really don't. Like even back in the day, I'd be like Belichick. Like when I went to uh, New York with Parcells, like it, I wasn't going to the Jets. I was going to Parcells, right, and that was scary, mm-hmm. and it was as scary as I thought it was. It was that scary. Yeah, but players probably would, and you know, I don't know the entire story here, but I, you know, when, when it comes to you know, his bill, you know, obviously he's 
been interviewing and maybe, you know, he's interviewing other teams versus teams interviewing him. I pro- <laughs> I but wouldn't you think that people would but, be lining up? Well, he, if this happened five years ago, people would be lining up. But, yeah, but, you know, it took Coughlin a while to adjust. Yeah, but he is not Belichick. I know that, but he adjusted, right? <laughs> sure. And when I, I, he adjusted. I'm not sure Belichick could, could but when, adjust. But when he adjusted, uh, his team's in New York Super Bowl. Sure, yeah. And they talk about how. And he talked about, man, how he had to struggle to adjust, but his sure. players ended up being right, and he did. Correct. Is this Belichick chance to do it? I think if he wants to get back, he probably have yeah. to change some things. Well, you can't change and, it while you're out of a job. You see what I'm saying? Because all we know is what he is. So he has to get back in it to change it. And I'm not sure he's not, I don't, I'm not. I don't even know if he's going to get a situation. I really don't. I really don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Where's he going to go? Well, uh, the the next, the two jobs that open now, I just, man, new owner, commanders. Nobody wants that. Seattle just got rid of a That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though. Come on, now. I mean. I I don't see the the next two situations. I I would be shocked if he – Got one of those jobs. To me, Belichick would be a perfect situation if a big-time organization guy stepped back and they have all the pieces already. But if he has to build something, I don't think he could do it anymore. I don't think he could build anything. I think if if you put Belichick on the Dallas Cowboys, I think they'd become better immediately. Oh, because he's dealing directly with the owner. And not just that, I just think the Dallas Cowboys, if you if you ask me what the Dallas Cowboys lack, okay, discipline. They're not a very disciplined them. They're talented everywhere. They don't play discipline, ever. They never mm-hmm. play discipline. And at the end, it always gets, every year they get the most penalties. Every year. McCarthy makes the dumbest moves, and they're not disciplined. <laughs> every year. And I have to hear about it every year, Cowboy fan. Well, speaking of discipline, <laughs> as we head down the whole stretch. Yeah, right. The remaining four teams. Okay. Let's get a quick bit, little bit of analysis here, yeah. and let's, uh, at the end, let's let's see uh, who we'll pick to represent the NFC and AFC in the Super Bowl. Okay, well, they, I guess they say it's the conspiracy that it's going to be San Francisco and the Ravens because the that logo came out, so maybe we're just wasting our <laughs> breath, but... Um, <laughs> No, for me, both games are funky because San Francisco makes sense, but I'm leaning towards the Lions. Mm-hmm. I like the way Lions play football. I just, I've been saying that for a while. Mm-hmm. That's that old school mentality, and people say that doesn't exist anymore. I'm sticking with it. Run the football, stop the run, play in disciplined football. Although, if I had to bet my house, I'd probably put my house on the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Yeah. On the other side, Ravens, it just seems like it's their time. Okay, mm-hmm. It seems like it's a Ravens time. You know, Lamar got his money. Their defense is nasty. Okay, And and uh, historically, not, I watch them. I'm like, these guys are all over the place. The other side has Patrick Mahomes. That's all I got to say. The other side <laughs> has Patrick Mahomes. And I don't care how much you're up. I don't care how much time's on the, on the board. You're not out of the game with Patrick Mahomes. So if I had to bet, I would say it'd be Ravens and 49ers. But I, if neither side, there's no upsets at this point. But if mm-hmm. I had to pick an upset, I would pick, I would definitely pick the Lions in this one. 
I'm leaning your way. Okay. And uh, if John, John if you, you know, please don't send this to John Lynch. Okay. <laughs> but it's Bob, my guy, I, I love John to death, but I'm, I've fell in love with just the storyline. Maybe it's because I know all the coaches on the lines played against, against <laughs> with and against most yeah. of them. I just got to feel, man, when a team is riding a wave, it seems like they're riding this wave, man. And no one believes in themselves more than them. Going on the road, going to, it, it's just something about this year with them. I think they go in. Get it done. And, and, and I look at how last week, Green Bay took the Niners to the end. Young quarterback made a young quarterback mistake in the game. I don't see an experienced Jared Goff doing that. No way. I'm making that throw. I see a better team, complete team, Lions, going in to handle that. And I saw a Ravens team earlier this year go into San Fran. Blew them out. Yeah, don't think it's going to be a blow. And I ask myself this: if they, what if this team gets to Brock, they have the offensive power, firepower to take advantage of. Where Green Bay may have been limp, but Green Bay was able to run the football. This team runs the ball way better than Green Bay. So sentiments with the Lions. <laughs> now AFC to to your point, uh-huh. they have Mahomes. As great as he is, I ask myself, is the pieces around him outside of Kelsey? If you take that away and say, Mahomes, you have to make two to three other people be great against this Ravens team at their place, I don't think they can do that. I don't think Patrick can do that. I think if the Ravens say, look, Kelsey, we're going to take you away. Mahomes, you have to make two or three other pieces of this, even the young Rick having a great year, mm-hmm. Rick can receive. You have to make them great four quarters. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Ravens are too good to allow that to happen. Maybe I think you might be right. What about nah, I'm saying, nothing against Mahomes. Mahomes, yeah. look. Please. You you got you you're talented enough, Mahomes, to carry. And make them great. But for four quarters at home, I'm betting on that Ravens defense. Offensively, yeah, I think Kansas City could do some things to get Lamar uncomfortable. If Lamar tried to play hero ball. Yeah, yeah. If he goes to play hero ball and not stay settled like he's been doing, that could hurt. Which, again, MVs, look, I'm telling you now, Pressure situations, yeah. He want if he tries to do too much, that plays in Kansas City's hands. Yep. Believe it or not, it does. There, and they've been there. Yes, and that's yeah. why I look at Ravens defense. So I say Ravens lines. Okay, I'm okay with that. What about Taylor Swift? What about Taylor Swift factor? <laughs> oh my God! Nah. You, know you know the NFL wants Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. You know that. You know that. You know it. You know it. You work for them. You know it. You know it. It wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> a bad thing, if I was, like I said, if I give me one person to represent my product, right now it'd be Taylor Swift. Hey, hey. Taylor, just tell, tell everybody my, 
Tell everybody to go to Dignitary Cafe, hey, Taylor. Please. Hey, man, as our lightning get hot, I'm trying to hit up. Hey, Gronk, any way you can get Kelsey down to Tampa, man, y'all to hang so. out. And maybe she ends up over here at a lightning game. Yeah, Is that possible? Yeah, our lightning are playing some, <laughs> some hot hot. Oh, yeah, game. we are. Hey, let's, I mean, could we spend a, a last couple minutes talking about Bro, this? Bro, this is paid by uh, Yeah, we, we've we've racked some points up here lately. Mm-hmm. And I think our lightning hockey, uh, t- I think we've we found a groove. Mm-hmm. Here. No doubt. I mean, it's the way that we're skating, the spacing on the ice. You just look at the precision passes. I, you know, Cooch is, you know, he's been, been himself, my opinion, best player in the league. Obviously, I'm biased on 86, mm. but it is what it is. But I look now as we head towards the all-star break, we're positioning ourselves. Hey, guys. Mm. We're here. We're here. But you didn't go nowhere, though. <laughs> Well, most yeah. people thought. Most, well, I can say, I can say, other teams gotten better. Okay, but the, look, other but, teams have gotten better. Well, well, a down year for Lightning is just not winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, it's sad, but it's true. It's I'm, I'm it's not a true. You, the standards, the standards. That's what I'm saying. It's a standard. <laughs> it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And as Lightning fans, we got to watch ourselves because. Yes. Nobody else has been up like this for this long. It's been right. this is we're getting we're treading on like Detroit Red Wings type you know <laughs> years from back in the day, but the Lightning have stayed there. They stayed, yes. it's not come down. It stayed there. Mm-hmm. So we're getting spoiled, man. No, I, you know we're getting spoiled. Spoiled, and we're playing better, winning. And and I just look at how the guys are playing on the ice, man. The different lines now mm-hmm. are really starting to hit it and hit their stride, man. And again, we can continue. Stack some points here. Win games like last night. They were supposed to win. Hey, jump on this team early. Don't even give them a chance. That's it. No. And the professor, Coach Cooper, he he, yes. he, fig- he figures it out. Yes, All, he does. He always figures it out. Very <laughs> right cerebral cat. Well, thank you. We're figuring it out, my friend. Thanks yeah. again. It's all good. Well, thank you, you know, for thank your you, time sir. to uh, spend here. And like I said, guys, we – and I'll, I'll put this teaser right here. Uh, our next live guest, we probably got a 99.9% chance at uh, sitting down uh, with the great Gary Sheffield. So I am definitely uh, working on getting my man Chef uh, to sit down with us and, and chop it up here over the next couple weeks. He belongs in the hall. A lot of haters, a lot of, oh, haters yes. out, a lot of haters out there. A lot of haters out there. Well, we appreciate you guys and gals listening in every single week. Have a wonderful weekend. Uh, please be safe. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Brooks and Beckles on The Strike 1025 HD2. Tune in every Friday afternoon at 1 or listen on demand in your favorite podcast app.